guys, welcome to Let's Talk with Matt and Johnny. Uh, this time we're going to be talking around the new episode that's just come out with Roman Kemp, talking about our silent emergency, talking about his friend Joe, who unfortunately committed suicide. Uh, and we're going to be talking around uh, suicide in men, but also in women as well, uh, but mainly around uh, guys in this particular programme that is showcasing this um and it's such a great episode and we definitely push you guys to uh, to watch it uh but yeah we're just going to get our thoughts around this and what we want to try and do going forward for this podcast as well so first of all johnny i'm going to go to you first mate what was your thoughts around this uh this particular episode uh, from roman how um well ronan's my age so he's i think he's 27 28 um, so I thought it was a real insight to men's mental health and very powerful the way that he came across because um, obviously he travelled a bit through Belfast, Edinburgh, I think he went to Glasgow and just around the UK, Scotland, Wales, etc. And um, interviewing different people in different situations, men, from a very young age as well. And one thing that stuck out for me is how well the uh, lads in Belfast, I think it was, they lost a friend. And they attended a um, support group. And the way they were talking about their friend and how they've dealt with the loss of their friend and how they've come together and talked and how they've come together and supported each other at a very young age, I thought it was dead powerful. Um, a real insight to actually what happened. You know, we only hear um, the small bits about men mental health. We don't actually dive in and find out about what these support groups do, what about the connections and the networking that people actually get that are going through mental health and you know for me personally i've you know I'm, i've never really suffered with mental health but in terms of like keeping my cards close to my chest and dealing with it you know as most men do we try and deal with it and try and sort of let it pass and don't really talk about it as much as we probably should i think looking at these young lads in this episode was dead powerful and came to me and well the way that i felt was that got to talk more. Um, the other thing that stuck out was how he opened up to his mum. He said nothing to his mum. Oh my God, that just, I don't know about you lads, but I was like, bloody hell. Did, yeah. he, did he say he wanted to go to the train station and throw himself in front of a train? Yeah. Like how many people, how many men out there are having su suicidal thoughts? I think the statistics were absolute, they were astonishing. I couldn't believe the statistics. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just thought it, was, I thought it was a great episode and it's obviously needed, but very, very powerful. Yeah, definitely. And then just picking up on that one point where he was speaking to his mum, I mean, that was, you know, that definitely choked me up, you know, when, when he was he was being open to his mum about that. And he was, you know, and that's the thing, he's he's quite openly been very, he's very close to his mum and dad, you know, and, and that, you know, just to have that, you know, to not mention that before or to, to even feel that you've been in that situation. And you've got to think that this guy is, like you say, he's a young guy, similar age to you, Johnny, you know, 27, 28, and he has a lot of things going for him. You know, he's got a, a very popular radio show. He's been a presenter on, you know, various different things um, and been on I'm a Celeb and done very well in that. The guy's, you know, you've got to think the guy's doing well in life, you know? And, and he's still going through that, you know, and still having those kind of episodes or having that kind of feeling. So 
It's crazy. When he'd taken antidepressants for like 15 years or like all yeah. of his life, and he said, yeah. if I don't have an antidepressant, then that is the what the massive come down. It's the worst day. I have to keep taking these antidepressants. Like you said, he's like he's probably earning very good money. Money is not all about life, but he's like you say, he's got fantastic opportunities in life. Mm. And it just shows that it doesn't bring happiness, loads of happiness, does it? No. You know? Sanjay, what is what are you saying, mate? What do you what's your uh, what's your views? My immediate thought with that program is that that program, we there shouldn't need to be programs like that. Mm. At all. When you think about yeah. it, in hindsight, like he should not need to do programs like that. And the reason why he's doing programs like that is to, you know, get awareness, make awareness. Um, I just thought about something when you just you said something a second ago, Matt. Isn't it funny, right? How a lot of people, especially in this day and age with social media and influencers and all this jazz, a lot of people aspire to be celebrities or well known or in the public eye. But the reality is. And this is not just one case that with, with, with this episode, but with numerous people, uh, you know, that want to be like that, but yet still struggle. And they're, they're aspiring to be something like that, but yet can't. No, Caroline Flack, we said it the other day, like in the public high, shot up all of a sudden, bang, you know, got shot down. Like the, the, the news and everything like that are, that goes around it, I think some people are just not geared up for and just not ready for. They probably don't expect it. Um, but in terms of the episode, yeah, I thought it was it was an amazing episode. It was well portrayed. It was well. There were so many little nuggets of value in there when they were saying things like ask ask someone how they are twice. Yeah. I've been saying this for years because if you ask them twice, they actually do think about. Oh, do you know what? It's just breaking that barrier. Like his friend, what was his friend's name? Joe. 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 So Joe, he said, what did he say? He was that he's always in a a good place. He was always happy. He was always, you know a lot of banter and all of this stuff, but you never really saw what was behind the mask. And he hid it so well because he had so much practice at hiding it. Yeah. And you know what? I think everyone's a little bit of a culprit in that, in that phase. I've been, you know, I've had, I wore a mask for years and then you just get so used to it and it's built in you and you believe in that, that that's the right thing to do. But yeah, powerful, powerful episode. I hope uh, if anyone hasn't watched it, then definitely, definitely watch it. it. Regardless if you suffer from mental health or not, that's even more so of a reason to watch it. Yeah, we'll definitely put the put the links and, and everything into uh, in the description below mm. you know, for the show, because, you know, not only is it, you know, important for, for guys to to not only watch the program, but also, again, it's it's just reaching out to to friends. You know, there was uh, one, you know, locally, there's a, a, a guy mentioned on there from Reading, you know, that's um, mm. that uh, his group of friends. And they were the ones that said, you know, ask are you okay twice you know um and have that you know that okay rule um that roman was saying there you know and i think you know and again it's it's just making sure that that stigma of going oh, we're men we we don't cry we don't do this you know we don't show our emotions and this kind of thing we just sweep it under the carpet and and we're fine no that like that's not that's you know such old school thinking that actually it, you need to be open with your thoughts and and everything that you're going through and the stress and everything else um and like i say just one message one phone call um you know things like that could help but also as well as what i found was quite interesting was that the friends also were bearing that kind of guilt of going i could have done something more 
mm. you know and and what you know what could they have done you know it's 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 as much as they want to try and help and be that positive person but if, if it wasn't if they were just wearing that mask that whole time how could they see that they couldn't have seen that coming right it's invisible isn't it it's an invisible illness that's what we call it because mm. it's completely invisible i think it's just about asking the questions the right questions and there was something um yeah when you look at yeah when you look at someone and they're happy and they're constantly happy like are they really happy but then it's like if you're looking at it from a friend's perspective like okay let's, let's split this on its head actually have you two boys ever thought about suicide no. never thought about it never got to a low point and think joe you know what let's like what's the point no no not honestly no, I, I've, I've got to a point where I would have been very low in the fact that I was, you know, wondering how the hell I'm going to get out of it or thinking, you know, and being, you know, in my room, wherever, wherever I was, you know, thinking I can't afford to do these things. I can't afford to go somewhere. I can't, you know, keep this person happy that's in my life. I can't, you know, do whatever. I've had those points, but never... I've got upset about those things, but I've never thought about that to that extreme. Mm. No. Yeah, but I'd say, no, I've definitely not had those thoughts, but um, just coming to uh, about people surrounding you, if like Roman, you know, he's got a decent family like his dad and his mum was so supportive and his sister. Mm. And I think that really does impinge on where you can, how low you can get, depending on how many people you've got around you that you've, you've got there as like a little comfort blanket or someone to talk to. Yeah. Um, but if I can't imagine, imagine being like um, having all your families like abroad or, you know, they've sadly passed away and you've got no one. Mm. Like how yeah. on earth do you get yourself out of that? How do you, uh, how on earth do you get yourself out of that thought of commu uh, committing suicide? Like how, I know there's all these helplines out there and stuff, but that takes a massive step forward to actually pick up the phone and talk to Samaritans and stuff. Like how, yeah. like, it's just, like you say, Sanj, invisible illness, it is. Yeah. Like how on earth do you control it on your own? Mm. That's what scares me more, for more than, not just myself, but someone living on their own with no one around them. Yeah. Do you remember that guy on the bench that he was speaking to with the dog? Yes. Fergus. <laughs> Fergus, yeah. So um, when he told, when that guy told that story about him, when he said he had a conversation with his mum or something, then two hours later, he tried to attempt to take his life. Um, and then woke up the next morning, his friend called and said, oh yeah, I'm going to get a dog, like completely joking. And he was like, yes, I'm in. I think that was the moment. Sometimes, I hate to say it, but sometimes you need to get to one of your lowest points to, or in order to realise that yeah, you need to yeah. change. Yeah. And I've seen it in real life, real time through so many people. Like mm. and I've had so many conversations over, especially the last three, four years on my journey, like hearing people's stories where they get to like such a low point to actually realize, shit, I need to change. I need to do something about this. And it's when you start talking like that, I need to do something. You don't rely on other people, but you boys full well know when you're depressed, you think you're the biggest burden to everyone. Yeah. And that's why you go into a point where you're like, I'm just done. I'm like, this is over yeah. because you don't want to put people through that. But realistically, you just can't see it, can you? And that's what Roman was saying yesterday. He goes, you know, people saying they're such a big burden, but at the same time, they're not like they just they, it's even worse for them to do that. Um, it's hard. It's a hard one. Very hard one. Yeah. And also as well, I think another point in the program as well, and, and 
you know, for me, which I thought was a very important point really as well, like you said, Sanjay, there was a lot of a lot of nuggets in there that were brilliant. But also another one is that, you know, with when Roman went and saw um, Joe's mum and sister, when, you know, Joe's mum was saying, you know, stay, you know, don't just speak to the people that are around you, you know, because the people that are unfortunately committing suicide and um, are, are saying this is enough, I can't deal with this and I, you know, I, I just have to go. That burden is then put onto the family with the family is having, then, then taking that on of being like, you know, and then taking on that, like I said before, about that guilt of feeling like, what could we have done, you know, and, and um, you know, the whole family are taking on that, you know, rather than they could have got around that one person you know, all the family and friends are then taking on that guilt rather than, you know, it's kind of saying deal with it now rather than when it's too late, you know, um, because when they go, it's not necessarily it. They've gone and that's it. It's, you know, everybody's fine, you know, because if anything, once they go, people are mourning them for forever, you know, mm. you know the, the, the family have, have got to, you know, not only have they got to deal with, that person not being there anymore but also as well is is that all the memories that they had they know that they couldn't make new ones you know and and it's kind of it's it's one of those things isn't it it's, it's kind of you have to just try and face it and let as many people know about it because if you don't then there's there's no one can do anything you know there's all it's all like johnny said there's all these you know helplines and, and everything else calling those it takes that next step to realize that you're in that point and actually take that action to go, look, I need help. So before it gets to that point, again, it's just trying to communicate with people around you. They might not necessarily have the answers, but at least it's kind of spreading that burden that they feel that they've got themselves. I feel really, yeah, go on, sorry. I just saw, I just thought something. If, um, if anyone's listening to this and they actually think they actually are struggling a little bit, this is a very good way um, of defining or identifying who you should speak to. Imagine you've got 10 of your friends lined up. Each one of them has their own individual personality. Each, each one of them is different. If you went up to each one of them and said, I really need to have a, a, a deep conversation or a chat with you about some certain things I've got. How many of those do you, do you think would step forward? And even before you go to speak to them, at least you'll know, because you'll have a, you'll have a sense, you'll have an intuition of who would, who would be there to, to talk to you. Like if I had it right now, like I, well, first of all, I know for a fact, like you two, if there, if you were 10 people in front of me, like I know for a fact, you two would step forward, but I definitely know about five others that wouldn't, you know, and they're the ones I probably don't want to speak to about these issues, but you know, there's, there's always going to be, there's always, always going to be someone that will listen to you and speak to you. You just need to, you just need to identify that. Mm. And, and again, another thing as well is, is that, you know, if there's any way that, that, uh, that we can try and, you know, help with that and, and try and, you know, uh, get those, those points across or kind of, you know, have a, a communication, then by all means, we'll, we'll try and support with that. But again, there's another thing that was in the program that, you know, Roman was saying that there was like almost two, to emergency contacts or contacts that you could, you know, out of those six points, was it that out of that university uh, uh, research thing? Mm. 
there was like two contacts that were saying who you know and exactly that Sandy I'm saying look if you had a group of you could have a load of really good friends and I'm sure this Joe was very very popular and by the sounds of it he was mm. you know everybody loved him everybody thought he was a great guy fun guy to be around um, great to work with you know nice family guy everybody you know in his family loved him to death it's you know it's um you know and then again you've got those two contacts on there and Roman was like I'm looking at this thinking if Joe was to fill this out I probably would have been one of those two that he could have called you know um and the fact that he didn't have that or feel that he didn't have that you know and again like you say it takes them to be at that point of yes okay I need to get to this point or I need help because I feel that I'm you know it's almost how how strong is that mask you know does that mask take over rather than actually just taking a step back and going look I need that help you know it's just it's interesting isn't it to think that mm. all it takes is one or two people just to have a conversation and it doesn't even need to the other person doesn't even need to talk it just needs to be that that ear to listen to what you're what you're going through yeah. one thing that come out for me is um just like advice to me if one of my mates is going through it and they've came to me to project what how they're feeling it's just to listen like actually letting go of some negative energy out of your head and laying it onto someone else makes a massive difference. Mm. And that's that's one thing that I've taken definitely into my job. Like every, well, especially over this like whole pandemic, a lot of people have been feeling pretty low and they've never felt this like never felt low before. Is this the right feeling? How like have you felt like this before? And one thing that I've learned is just to listen. Like I don't even have to say anything. Some of it you can absorb, some of it you can just let it go. But you know what? They go away feeling so much better. But I think you've got to be prepared. You've got to be prepared to listen, and how to how to adapt yourself to try and help that individual. Um, but definitely going back to the mates thing, I'll definitely say out of, uh, all my mates probably go to about three or four for different. Mates have got different reasons to go to. Mm-hmm. So like some mates might be depends on the situation might be able to deal with it better than the other mate. Yeah. So I think everyone's got their own little traits, um, advice, and, you know, it depends how low, what um, what's getting you down, really. But um, the other thing is, the other thing that really caught my eye out of everything is when he went into school and PSHE, do you remember that at school? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I used to hate that subject, but they were talking about anxiety and depression and mental health to young kids mm-hmm. that's not right for me that is that that straight away I'm, I'm like bloody hell like he walked Ronan walked out and said cannot believe I've just been in a classroom with I can't remember the year but they're very young and they're talking mm-hmm. about depression anxiety mental health at that age they were aware of it weren't they, they aware of it aware of, you know like what is depression and what you know and it's it's and again, just mad. young lads is, is said you know it's okay to cry and you know not to be a you know and he already had that you know he already knew of that stigma you know that that kind of the that type of thing and it is it is crazy isn't it to think that they're having those conversations or, or even having to have those conversations so early on and also cutting into the kids thing when he was like in the um he went to the police i think it was in Nottingham. Mm. He was sat there and this girl goes, oh, um, yeah, we've had a certain amount of phone calls. We Last night we had a 13-year-old boy phone in wanting to take his life. 13! Mm. What's all, like, my God, what's going on? Like, he's actually physically 
I can't just I just couldn't get my head around it. I was like, oh my word. Mm. You know, the world is riddled with mental health, isn't it? But it's reality. It's, yeah, but it's become more like when I was young, I didn't I wouldn't know known what mental health is. Honestly, I wouldn't have known. Wouldn't have got taught in, in a lesson at school what mental mental health was. So why why do you why do you think it is so rife now? Um, I think there's more pressure on life. But let's, so let's talk about let, but let's talk about like 13, 14 year olds, young teenage boys in particular. Like we were young, we were when you're 12, 13, 14, you're right. I didn't even I didn't even know what mental health was. I had no idea. But now they know about it. So why why do they know about it now as opposed to us not knowing about it, you know, 20 years ago or whatever? I always bang on about it. It's social media, mm. YouTube, these bloggers. These, these like, um, I would say, what's my sister? My sister's like 24. I guess when she was 18, she was straight on looking at fitness blog, um, not fitness bloggers, like general life, lifestyle bloggers. And then, you know, trying to get the exact clothes, exact the same clothes as the, the girl on the blogger. That's one act. It's not all about social media, but mm. a, lot, a lot of it is social media. Yeah, you know, you've got to think that, that social media has is, is only been, I know we've talked about this loads and loads and loads of times before in previous podcasts, but, it, you know, social media wasn't really a thing 15 years. No, it wasn't. We, when we were their age, you know, definitely. I mean, Christ, when we were their age, so we didn't even have phones. So no. you know, it was, um, it's, uh, it's one of those things, isn't it? And also in my head is that I'm thinking we are so open about, mental health and we have brought mental health to such a, a forefront of the news and the media and everyone is is kind of very conscious of it and is it that not only are people being conscious of their mental health but also are they being overly cautious of what their their mind state is at that precious time so it's kind of like going <clears throat> oh you know how do i feel and how am i am, am i thinking too much about how i'm feeling or how i feel about a certain thing that I see in social media or whatever, am I too aware of that now? Yeah, you're, that, you are right. You know, I'm so it, right. It's the the you know before we would never have thought of it because it wasn't really a thing. You know, we just thought, oh, we'll just crack on, we'll just be kids, we'll do whatever, right? But because they are, you know, being it's something in the in the forefront of people's minds now, that it's almost people are overthinking it. And being too con- too you know conscious of what they're they're feeling and how they're thinking, you know they're they're kind of dwelling in their thoughts too much. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of they're really thinking about their thoughts, you know, and everything that enters their mind. They're they're giving that a conscious you know time to think about those things. Where previously we probably didn't even know. You know, these things may have come in. We may have got upset about something and got you know whatever but we just brushed it off and never really thought anything of it but now i think they're probably almost too conscious of something and right it's in the the eye isn't it that's what it is stare you just just can't get away from it really Hmm. you're in the car it's on the radio you're on the on your phone it's on your phone it's on your feed it comes up in a in a conversation on whatsapp you just can't get away from it yeah Uh, whereas back then like you say it wasn't out there so much wasn't publicized so much but do we think that's a, I mean, to me, I think it's a good thing, but also secondly, it comes with its own negative, very much like we said with social media, is that there is both positives and negatives to it. It's very good that 
youngsters are talking about it and being aware of it but also secondly is that you know where celebrities are you know and people in the public eye are committing suicide unfortunately like caroline that is in the public eye and i don't know is am i almost i don't really want to say it but almost glamorizing mental health and suicide yeah you know, and mental health, you know, is, yeah, I so is get what you mean, something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I so get what you mean there because you're, you're actually, you're right. Now I, when you said that, actually, I just thought about it. And I was like, do you know what? In a way? Yes. But then you've got, um, you know, like Roman Kemp yesterday when we, when I was watching it, he wasn't glamorizing at all. He was just no. making, making it very aware, but there is on yeah. the other side of there was on the flip side of it that people probably, don't think about it too much. And you know what? I guarantee someone out there is making money from, you know, mental health, like somehow, because, you know, that's just the way the world is at the moment. Mm-hmm. It was something that just came to me whilst you were speaking is that, and this is a little tip for anyone, and I do this all the time. Um, if you're feeling low or feeling down, low self-esteem, battling with your thoughts, telling yourself you're not good enough, what's the point, all of these things, when you get at the start of that journey, when you start to go down, 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 if you're able to catch yourself and really just realize in the moment, whoa, why did I just say that about myself? Why did I just say I hate myself? Like really just catch yourself on anything, anything at all. You know, if you're, if you're, I do it all the time when I'm speaking to my mum recently, I was being super negative and I just thought I stopped and I was like, whoa, why am I being super negative? Like, how could I just flip this round? And then I flipped it around and it turned into a positive because it's so much of what you output, your thoughts, you're just outputting so much negative thought patterns. And it's so easy to get like in a big ball about that snowball very, very quickly. But if you're able to catch yourself and think, whoa, 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 slow down, it's, it can be a game changer. Um, and that's when, that's when, you know, you might be like, oh, well, do you know what, Matt, I'm, I'm really depressed today. Um, I'm having a shit day. I fucking can't, I can't be asked, da, 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 whatever. And then I'll be like, whoa, catch myself. Like, Actually, Matt, like, I actually probably just need to talk about this for a moment. I don't know why this is coming out, but it's coming out like this. Do you mm-hmm. see what I mean? You just mm-hmm. need to catch yourself. Mm-hmm. Anyone, anyone with mental health problems, if you're able to catch yourself, realize what you're doing, it's self awareness essentially. But yeah, I think that can, that's massively helped me over the years. Certainly, certainly yeah. And, and I think the, the thing is, if you, if you can consciously catch yourself like that, you know, I think that is also the way that you communicate that the feeling that you've got is that you can rationalize that rather than being like I say rather than just blurting out a load of negativeness in a way I know it's not really a word but you know putting out that negative thought the 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 impact to that person you're telling it to is going hold on a second I can't see the 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 fog that you're trying to present here because you're just blurting a load of negative words at me but actually going kind of breaking it down and really going actually this is how I'm feeling rather than just going this is uh, I'm negative 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 it's actually going this is how I'm feeling and this is an impact of that um, and trying to rationalize it yeah definitely it's the way that if you can consciously think that or, or be aware of that then yeah that's that's a game changer yeah yeah 100% yeah. totally agree with that um, but again you know uh, I think for, for me, you know, watching this is a, is a big thing. And I, and I know that we created this podcast and the reason why we call it Let's Talk, you know, with Matt and Johnny is because of this, this exact reason, really. You know, is that 
to try and open up and, and to talk. And it's, you know, we've had this from the very start, us three guys that just talk about various different topics and talk about our own experiences with things that we've experienced over the topics that we've talked about over the seasons that we've done. And for me, I think that this is a platform that we can try and, you know, really push to try and get more and more people talking about this. Uh, and and that's the aim, you know, from this really. So again, uh, I know I said to you guys, but again, we'll try and reach out to, to other charities and, and other um, organisations that, that help prevent suicide, but also other kind of mental health uh, charities as well. Uh, to try and see if we can try and you know spread the word a little bit more uh, and see how we can help you know again it's, it's something that we can use this platform to get people to come and talk to us on here as well you know and actually have you know share their experiences I know Sanjay in your own podcast you've you've had that where you've spoken to uh, to people that have you know have had these these kind of episodes and and really strong powerful conversations you know and, and again how they've come the other side of it but also it might be something that somebody is going through it right now mm-hmm. yeah and how we can help with that um so you know definitely we'll we'll try and reach out where we can to try and do that um and you know even just to have three strangers to talk to you know and somebody that isn't closely connected and doesn't know them personally uh, that can just be their, those ears to, to listen to their com- you know their conversation or their story. So um, we'll definitely be doing that, and that's our, our aim for, for moving forward with this podcast as well. Um, but again, just going back to the, the program, I think that it was for me was a very powerful conversation and uh, a very powerful documentary going across across the UK, you know, various different areas. Uh, across the UK talking around this this very important subject and for me another thing was why is this on BBC3 <laughs> why is this something that is only available on iPlayer why is this not on primetime BBC1 you know this is something that it's only an hour let's just put it on on a Friday night at seven o'clock on BBC1 and just get millions of people watching this program people have shared it and people can watch it online and everyone has access to online now and all that kind of stuff but why is this not something that is at the forefront what, what do you think what do you think to that guys why do you think it's it's only something that they're putting on bbc3 and not using as a, a main platform johnny what do, you, what do you think to that i have no idea to be honest um I, like you say i do think it should be on the after news seven o'clock, everyone's near enough got in front of the TV, right? Having yeah. dinner or, or having it on in the background. Oh, um, yeah, you are. You've got, it's a very valid point there, mate. But then very you've got to ask point. the question, is that why has there been more suicides in the last year and they're not focusing on that more so than COVID? Do you know, there's always, there's got to be a balance somewhere. That's the problem. Yeah. You know, people look at, there's, there is a massive mental health pandemic as a lot of people are calling it, mm. but yet it's not being treated. It is obviously there is some importance to it. There's been a lot more in the last year, but there's still not enough. No. Like you know, the government, for example, focus on other things more so than mental health. I know they do focus on mental health, but they are yeah. starting to a lot more now. But they're still not. They're not putting it right at the forefront. You know, because ultimately that that's a bigger that's a bigger killer than than COVID, and it has been. You know, the stats yeah. don't lie. Exactly, and that's and that's and that's my point is that. That is a big oh, just, just, just to clarify, oh. I'm not saying COVID is not important, 
but at the same time there needs to be a balance somewhere yeah oh totally and and the thing is you know before covid this was still rife Mm. this was still something that was happening they uh, you know every day there was a suicide a young male has died from suicide um and this was this has been going on for years you know generations of this has been a has been an issue um and 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 this also again you know i know we've talked about it a lot but this runs alongside obesity as well you know it's the same kind of thing is that you know there is people dying from obesity that people aren't you know the government aren't really thinking about that they're focusing on covid and, and all you know fine you know it is very important it is a very serious um illness and, and a lot of people have, have died from that and it's very very unfortunate in the last year but also as well we've had obesity and, and suicides it's been a forever you know we've known about it since we've been born you know it's been something that's been going on it's not a new thing you know and i think the thing is is that if there's a way that we can really try and as i say use this platform to shine a light on both of those really i think that's a that's a huge uh, huge impact that could happen on, on those two subjects what did you say yesterday matt saving lives through conversation that's the goal isn't it exactly full stop that's it yeah, yeah. and that's exactly you know the sole reason yeah. why we created this podcast you know is is to you know i think we said in our very very first episode is to you know save lives through conversation and you know i know i can guarantee you know just from having this podcast alone has has helped me from feeling low over this last year um just having this regular chat with you boys you know yeah, i'm sure it'd be the same with with a lot of other guys out there as well you know whether they've got this technology or whether it's just a message or a phone call or whatever it is but you know definitely i think uh, i think it's important regular check-ins definitely these every like well we used to every monday didn't we at 12 but now we're on Fridays make a hell of a difference even just talking about different subjects that you don't really talk about for like half hour 40 minutes every single day it was good it's always been good to bring it up yeah and just you know validate it and then you know talk about it with other people making sure you're on the right lines as each other I think that's really important as well um but like you say Matt that's the reason why when we sat down at yours I'm dinner and said right we are going to get this podcast going it took about four months we are going to do this we are going to do it and we've finally done it and i think it's been one of the one of the best things that we've done right along with together and you know getting sandra involved as well along with with the boot camp stuff and that um purely because we see life on the same line you know that's the reason why the boot camps work our friendship works and the, the reason why this podcast works as well because we kind of see life through the same lens effectively um so yeah if anyone's anyone's listening guys and uh don't often you see three lads on a uh, podcast talking about men's mental health or mental health or any different subject um you don't really see that at all i listen to a lot of podcasts um so hopefully these are helping many people that are listening and uh if you are listening it'd be really nice to hear from you as well because it's always really nice to hear feedback um if we're helping you if the conversation or a little point that one of us have brought up uh, have helped you in general life um because that's very motivating to hear from from our side of things as well so no it's good it's very very good lads yeah brilliant um yeah i think we'll we'll end it there i think you know as i say we'll, we'll put all the links to the the program 
from Roman Kemp, the, the documentary he did on this on his friend. We'll put the links uh, below. So by all means, check that out uh, on the BBC iPlayer. Uh, hopefully, we haven't ruined the whole program for you, but uh, <laughs> but at least you know it, it's, it's shedding a light on that. And again, as I say, using this platform to uh, to share that that story and and also uh, helping others uh, in the future. So. Uh, again, guys, thank you very much, Sanjay. Maybe next one we can talk about Caroline Flack because mm. as much as it affects men, I know we're, we're guys, but women's obviously still a big, big problem. Um, and hearing that or watching that story was uh, also quite moving. So I think it's definitely an important one. Okay. That's what we'll do next week then. We'll talk about that one. All right. Thank you very much, guys. Appreciate your time and uh, always good to chat. But uh, see you next time. Take Cheers, care. Bye-bye. Thank you.